0: So have you heard of the color green? hmm Have you heard of the color blue? hmm Blue. Blue, yeah. Have you heard of the color grew? Blue? Yeah. What? Now, if you think Hume got us into a pickle with induction, wait till you see the mess that Goodman makes of induction. So... One way of thinking of what Hume was doing was he was saying in the past, Fs have been Gs. So how can we move from past Fs being Gs to future Fs being Gs? And what Goodman is asking is, what if the Fs could have been described both as Gs or Hs? How am I going to make some conclusion about in the future, f's being g's or f's being h's how do i decide whether the the f's of the future are going to be g's or h's um and so the way he gets there the way he gets to his new riddle is by thinking of induction as hypothesis confirmation and what we mean is simply we have some hypothesis to say that f's are g's and we go out into the world and gather some data, we gather some observations and we say, oh, okay, we've observed all these Fs being Gs. Now, that those observations of Fs being Gs confirms our hypothesis that all Fs are Gs, or at least partly confirms our hypothesis that all Fs are Gs. Now, there's a well-known problem in formulating hypotheses when we're doing hypothesis confirmation. So here's an example that illustrates how we don't want to form hypotheses. So imagine our hypothesis is leaves change color in the fall and coffee has caffeine. So our hypothesis is a conjunction of these two things, leaves changing in the fall and coffee having caffeine. Now if we go out into the world and we look uh, during fall and see that the colors of the leaves are changing, that confirms our hypothesis, right? It confirms our hypothesis that leaves change color in the fall and that ca- coffee has caffeine. But wait, there seems to be a problem. The fact the mere fact that leaves are changing colors shouldn't have anything to do with coffee having caffeine, right? So we've formulated a bad hypothesis. And what Goodman's new riddle does is he puts a twist on this kind of problem. So here's his hypothesis, here's the original hypothesis. All emeralds are green. We go out into the world and observe, we have lots of emeralds being green. So as a result, it partly confirms the hypothesis all emeralds are green. Now think about this new hypothesis. All emeralds are grew. Now you might be asking what is grew? So Goodman defines grew as green if observed before time t and blue if observed after time t. Now he puts t as some point into the future and so we have this hypothesis all emeralds are grew and the very same observations that confirmed emeralds being green now seem to confirm hypothesis that all emeralds are grew so to the same extent to which we now have confirmation all emeralds are green we also have confirmation that all emeralds are grew but this seems like a bad result right we don't seem to want to conclude from all emeralds being green that we've observed that all emeralds are grew in the same way that we wouldn't want to conclude about leaves changing color in the fall Uh, that the hypothesis all leaves change color in the fall and coffee has caffeine. That seems like a bad inference to make from that data. So how can we rule out concluding that all emeralds are grew? So one way to try to get out of this that Goodman considers is to say that our hypotheses can't involve irregular properties. So by this we mean they can't involve properties that are poor ways of describing the world. And so if we can use this to rule out bad hypotheses, then we can make a distinction between the hypothesis, uh, uh, the one being that all emeralds are green, and we can say that's a good hypothesis. It uses regular properties. And we can say we don't, have confirmation from all from observed emeralds being green that all emeralds are grew because grew is an irregular property. What Goodman says in response to this is how do you say that grew is an irregular property and green is a regular one? Because I could have defined green as being grew before time t and bleen after time T, where bleen is blue, being blue before time T and green after time T. So I could define green in terms of grew and bleen, and I could also define blue in terms of being bleen before time T and uh, green after time, or grew after time T. So he says, just because a property might be able to be defined in terms of other properties doesn't necessarily make it an irregular property. We might have thought we can distinguish the regular and the irregular properties by looking at whether the property is defined in terms of other ones, whether it's a complex property. And he says the interdefinability of a property like grew with, uh, with properties like uh, blue and green, because we can interdefine them, that doesn't actually rule out uh, the hypothesis all emeralds are grew from being confirmed by cases of emerald. Paper.